Hey there, I have a real treat for you today. We are about ready as the time this episode publishes to transition into what we call a personal season. And if you've been around the Life Organized podcast for very long, this is a really familiar term for you. You know that in the summer, we consider this a family season. And so everything's about supporting the family and building the family and spending time together as a family, which is great, except it kind of creates this deficit for the things we need to do personally. And that's okay. The seasons, the year is divided into these kinds of times. And so we know following a family season, we're going to head back into a personal season where there's more time for everyone's personal interests. Kids are going to go back to school. There's going to be more time for you to focus on the things that you need to do personally to kind of catch up in some things. And I'm just going to bet that one of the things that might have suffered in this last family season is a little bit of self-care. And in particular, maybe some exercise. I know that's a thing that makes a big difference in my life when I'm doing self-care. And exercise, as great as it is, isn't always easy. I think we it gets really complicated to find the time to do it, to know how to do it, to not get stressed out by it, to not feel like it needs to look a certain way. And so that's why I wanted to do this interview today with Courtney Wyckoff from Mama Strong. Courtney is brilliant in the approach that she has towards exercise and what she's leading women to do. It's just revolutionary the way that she focuses on the purpose of exercise and what that can look like for you at the stage of life you're in and the way that she shows up and supports you with actual workouts every day that you can do and all at such a phenomenal price. You're going to love everything about Courtney. I can't wait for you to meet her. So let's jump right into the interview and don't worry, I'll include all the links in the show notes so you should be ready to take some action and follow up and just really excited to help you launch into this personal season with what Courtney has to share. Welcome to the Life Organized Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Layton, and as the creator of both the Life Organized Podcast and the Life Organized Membership, I teach busy moms how to get organized, manage their time, and master their mindset. I'm a mom and wife too, so I know how overwhelming it can all be. But living an organized life means you don't have to sacrifice anything. With the right systems and tools, you can get your home and family running like a well-oiled machine and still have time for all the other things you love to do. If you're new here, DM me the word fast on Instagram at jlthehappygal and I will send you my top tips to help you get organized fast. We'll cover clutter, time management, and give you empowering new perspectives that will make organizing your life so much easier. All right, let's jump into today's episode. I'm so excited to welcome our guest for today. This is Courtney Wyckoff from Mama Strong, and I've been hearing about Courtney for such a long time from one of the ladies that works with us at The Happy Gal, Renee. She's the behind the scenes, makes everything happen, and she has just been raving about Courtney for so long. So I finally checked into her, and she's amazing. And so, Courtney, welcome to Life Organized. Can't wait for our audience to meet you. Thank you so much for having me. I uh, can't wait to meet Renee, and I'm just really glad to be here with you today. 
I think it's going to be a really good conversation because I did a little bit of um, Instagram stalking, kind of checking you out, (laughs) seeing what you're all about. And we are so aligned in our approach to just living a really intentional life and, um, you know, kind of creating the things that we want. So we're really happy to have you today. Excited to hear your story. So do you want to just start off just telling us a little bit about you and Mama Strong and how this whole thing got started? Sure. Um, so let's see. Mom Strong is actually 11 years old now, which is mind blowing to me. Um, and it really started from a place of desperation, which I think a lot of good pursuits start from. But there was also a little bit of hope in there. And that was just that after my second child was born, I have three kids. Um, but after my second child was born, I, it became very apparent that all the stuff I had learned before I had been a Pilates teacher, a professional ballet dancer, I had been in the fitness world for so long. Um, but yet after my second child was born, I was just, my body was just broken. I mean, it really was not working. I felt for the first time in my life that I really needed to hide. And, um, I felt ashamed that my body wasn't doing the things I thought it should do as a fitness person. And so I just started digging into, the ways in which um, people who give birth are pretty neglected um, and how our bodies have special needs that don't get addressed. You know, if you have a broken knee or something happens, you go to the doctor and you get lots of information and usually a PT prescription. But when you give birth, um, it's kind of like, hey, don't do anything for six weeks. And then, you know, you're clear for like sex and normal life and nothing in between. And so um, I just started digging in and figured out quite a few things about my body that I had no idea um, I needed to deal with. And then I think because I was in the middle of um, a significant bout of, bout of postpartum depression, I started researching, you know, video delivery content, membership sites. It just became this project that I think lifted me out of that dark place and gave me something to work on outside of what's wrong with me. Um, and that's really how it started. And 11 years later, <laughs> here we are still trucking along, um, delivering daily content and, um, helping people understand that their bodies really aren't broken. They've just been, um, underserved mostly. <laughs> well, I love that story. It just sounds so inspired that you started what you did. And, you know, in the industry, they kind of say your mess is your message. <laughs> so <laughs> kind of your personal experience is so valuable to so many of us as we are trying to recover from having kids and really bodies that start to age. And there's so much um, misunderstanding and false expectations, I think, when it comes to our bodies and fitness and that whole fitness industry. And that was one of the things that really interested me in what you do is the message that we get from other fitness experts and influencers. It's Mm. so focused on how you look and what it needs to look like. And that was such a refreshing uh, message from you, the way that you present it. And I have to say, the very first thing I saw from you, you posted it this spring, It was, I think, swimsuit seasons around the corner. Let's help you get your swimsuit bod. Just kidding. We don't do that here. What do you think? Summer is just one long photo shoot. I just fell in love with you and your whole approach. That was such a fresh, uh, refreshing perspective. So tell me how you are different from other fitness leaders and influencers and like how your program is different than maybe the things other people have seen. Yeah. So when I um, began to understand what was missing from the integration of my body, it really came down to the fact that most of my life, I had been trained to strengthen my body in ways that would result in me looking better. So 
when we think of the abdominals, that means that you're really strengthening the surface level muscles, the rectus abdominis, or what we know is, you know, the six pack. And um, for our bodies, that's really not very helpful, especially if, you know, we, during pregnancy, our bellies stretch out, the rectus abdominis actually, you know, separates. Um, so after that, you don't really have the ability to have access to that kind of strength. What strength do you really need? And so I kind of started moving forward with what I called anti-objectification. If I'm really focused on my body as something that is doing things, then how do I change that training? And when I do that, I'm focused more on these deep muscles that maybe aren't going to change how I look, but they're going to change how I function. And so it just became this flip. Honestly, it was a little bit rebellious too, because after you give birth or anytime you're coming back into fitness, everybody says the same thing, like, oh, you look so good. And I'm like, inside, I'm I'm not good, but you're telling me I look good. So it was this kind of flip and this rebellion saying like, you know, just because somebody looks good, are they really okay? And also how do I develop strength that helps me do things? And then kind of sit with how that develops in my body, especially as I age. So that flip was rebellious. I think um, most of the industry at the time when I first started, you know, 11 years ago, it was hundred percent, the bounce back feeling I was in that mentality too. And so to break free from that and say, you know what, I want to feel better first. And when I begin to stabilize my deep abs, my pelvic floor, um, what happens then to my nervous system? How do I then show up in the world more powerfully? How does that then lead to something that's more sustainable than just like, you know, a body that has bounced back, which really honestly is usually 100% genetic, <laughs> or that woman has a lot of resources um, to help her rest and do all the things to integrate. So it was rebellious, but it was also really fascinating to learn all of these deeper layers of our abdominals, which really was symbolic for everything else. Well, I, there's two things I want to say about that. And first of all, I just really resonate with that message because I think a lot of times in the organization world, which is where I come from, there is a look that you need to achieve that is flawless and picture perfect, Pinterest perfect, beautiful. Yes. And I enjoy that and it's wonderful, but it misses the mark of living the type of life you want to live. You can be a slave to making sure your home looks great all the time and your house is perfect and your life is perfect, or you can take the principles so far as they benefit you and you can then use all of those benefits to live a life you love. And I hear that with your message behind fitness and strength yeah. is let's take the pieces that are really going to enhance your life and let's not overdo it and waste our time doing things that are not achievable and not going to give us the results that we want. Yeah. And you probably understand how hard that is to run a business like that because, you know, you can't offer the quick fix. I'm not going to show before and afters, you know, because that's not something that people need to see and they're not, they're, they're not realistic. And so it makes it much more complicated to kind of market a business that's saying like, yes, we do all these things. You may not see them, but you will feel better. You'll be, you'll feel different. You'll feel integrated from a deep place. And that's what matters. Um, it just, it's a little bit different to operate that way, but I think over time it shows up because people, you're changing people's lives in a way that is really measurable. Well, and I think people get tired of being marketed to in that <laughs> external way because it doesn't work. Yeah. So I love my audience. I know your audience has got to be the same way. It's a group of intentional people who are ready for true change that really matters. So yeah. I love that that's what you offer kind of in a fitness environment. And I think that really just helps us segue into an important 
part of this conversation is why does fitness matter in an organized life? I mean, a lot of people think an organized life is just being on top of things and getting your things done and being in control of your space. Why is this conversation relevant? If you want to have an organized life that you feel good about, what role does fitness and strength play in that? Yeah. So I really think of it as a way to check in rather than check out. So if you're doing a workout every single day and it's only 15 minutes, which are, that's what mine are, um, or less five minutes or 15 minutes, you're not really going to change anything, you know, big in your body in that 15 minutes. But what happens in that 15 minutes is that you make an effort, no matter how you're feeling, no matter how disappointed you are in your body or your life or whatever's going on to just say, I'm going to check in. I'm in a body hello body. (laughs) And doing that every day, even when it's inconvenient, even when it's a bad day or when it's a good day or whenever, uh, making that a non-negotiable helps. I think it helps you check in. And when you're checking in, it's less likely that you're going to be so distant from your life and what you want over a period of time. So it's just this big refresh button, which takes a lot of courage because most days you just don't want to feel what your body is saying. You don't want to check in. So it's this effort of like, okay, I'm going to put my feet on the mat. I'm My expectations are going to become much smaller um, than I maybe thought. Maybe today I'm just going to feel blood flow. Maybe today I'm just not going to yell at my kids. I'm going to exercise instead. Maybe today I'm going to feel some exertion. I'm just going to punch out all the stuff rather than saying, I'm going to have a fit body. I'm going to suddenly be healthy. I'm going to change my life this way. I'm going to finally look the way I want to look. You just excuse all of those expectations and make them a little bit more right size. And then what happens is not only have you checked in, but then you get this little ping of accomplishment that we never get. It's so hard to get that in life. (laughs) And that little ping that just says like, I felt my heartbeat in this 15 minutes. I did that thing. I can check that box off. It trickles into the rest of the day. I find Um, just being checked in other places. It just brings a little bit of joy to my life that I think wouldn't be there. I mean, so many people say to me, like the 15 minutes a day is like, that's from the beginning. When I first started filming something every day is a lot. And it's gotten to the point now where I can honestly look back and say it has saved my life. And I don't mean that to be dramatic. I'm, it's really true that that effort of putting my feet on the mat every day has allowed this tether back to something that's true about me. Well, I think, um, in your just take 15 minutes to work out again, that just aligns with principles that we have here. We've got a saying, just take 10. You can do anything for 10 minutes. So we think that exercise or getting our house picked up or getting all our things checked off our to-do list has to look like this perfect thing. And one of the best approaches we have was we'll just take 10 minutes and see what you can get done. And it's amazing what emerges after that 10 or 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's so powerful um, because those little things add up quicker than you think. I mean, you think you don't have a before and after picture. But one of the things I often say is you cannot capture a before and after picture of a person who has really changed from the inside out. You can get some of those um, features and some of the, you know, maybe there's inches lost or what, you know, whatever, but like the light that's in their eyes and what they're able to accomplish and how they feel about themselves. That's what matters. And I think that's what you give people 15 minutes at a time. Yeah, I totally agree. I always say that it feels like health has, or like a part of me that I always was trying to find before I started Mama Strong, I feel like over the last 11 years, it's just kind of slid in next to me. I kind of imagine myself at a 
a diner in the same booth every day. And just like my healthy integrated self is now sitting next to me. And I'm like, where'd you come from? It's like when you're doing that every day, it slides in. It's not this forced manufactured thing. Right. Right. Um, there's a concept in, um, let's see. Okay, Dave, you're going to have to edit this out. I'm trying to remember the book. I wasn't thinking it's, um, the habits book by Charles Duhigg. Did you ever read that? The power of habits. That's what it is. Okay. We'll start this over. There's a concept by Charles Duhigg in his book, the power of habits. And he talks about keystone habits. And if you can picture a key, an arch has that center stone, that's just a keystone. And that center stone is what holds everything together. And, oh, I can yeah. Uh, yeah, can you see where I'm going with it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Exercise, I think, is that way that when we do that, there are certain keystone habits that just are responsible for a lot of unrelated, wonderful things that happen in your life. And I think exercise and fitness can be that for you, especially when you're not wearing yourself out and trying to overdo it and achieve some crazy ideal. That 15 minutes a day, I think, is more powerful than an hour a day that can't last or that yeah. gets you going in the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I know. I love that keystone habit. Um, So we talked about how you encourage 15 minutes a day. um, And that I think helps women a lot um, because we try to overcomplicate it and make it perfect. And then we can't keep up with it. But are there other ways that your program helps women show up consistently? Other little mantras you use or other um, techniques that you have that really, uh, kind of cut through the overwhelm and, and keep people consistent. Yeah. So we have a lot of mantras that we use. There's begin again, which is just being able to start over as often, like some of the best advice I've ever heard is it's never too late to begin again, or it's never too late to start your day over that. Like it could be 5 PM. It could be 10 PM and you can just be like, okay, I'm just going to hit the refresh (laughs) and begin again. So that message for me um, has been really helpful that it's okay to just say, okay, here's what I learned. Here's what I'm going to do different and apply that. Um, Another one is win ugly, which came from actually Andre Agassi's um, autobiography and which is super fascinating. If anybody ever wants to read um, an incredible uh, narrative on perfectionism and how much it limits us um, and our potential And what happened for him in his, in the latter part of his career, when he let go of perfectionism came by the way of a coach who taught him win ugly. And the idea of win ugly was like, nobody knows, but Andre Agassi for um, the beginning part of his career, he mostly was worried during his um, matches about his hairpiece falling off because he was bald underneath, but he was the sex icon and was afraid to like be shown as a bald person. And so all he was thinking about was how to hit and how to perform so that he didn't mess up his hair. And when he walked away from that and started focusing just on the sound of the ball on the racket, it it allowed him to have this comeback in his career that was just incredible. So I apply that to showing up for exercise with just what does it feel? What If I just focus on my feet on the mat, you know, or my hands on the ground or the way I'm breathing and not so much on the bigger expectations that we just mentioned, it has really helped me show up um, more often. That's the other one is show up. It's like, you know, it's like we brush our teeth. Uh, If you look at exercise the same way, it can become something that fits into your life that maybe you don't feel like doing. I mean, most of us don't feel like brushing our teeth most of the time or flossing or doing anything else. 
But yet we know the consequences of not doing that are so big. And when you apply that to exercise, it becomes something that's in your day and you're like, okay, I got to get it done. But it's not this like, I call it Mount exercise versus Mount uh, Everest. You just kind of right size it so that it's more approachable. Um, I think the other one that is important and is not a mantra, but kind of fits underneath all of them is how we talk about goal setting. And that's specifically to avoid goal euphoria. Um, And that the goal euphoria is when you set out on a new habit and you're so excited and you're like, I'm going to change my whole life. I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to drink green juice. I'm going to like, you're just so excited about what's to come. And inevitably that fails. So we try to set up or help people set up goals where um, they're avoiding that goal euphoria because you don't want to feel disappointed. And so we just have like a three track path, which is the first is name your reality. Where are you right now? Not where you want to be. That's the first thing. Exactly where you are right now, not where you were yesterday or tomorrow. Where are you right now? What's your reality? The second thing is to grieve the ways that maybe you have failed or you've been disappointed in past attempts at a goal. Really allow yourself to grieve. And then the last one is uh, to begin again using one of the mantras with um, minimum dose effect. So you want to use a dose that of exercise that hits that sweet spot, but doesn't push you past uh, your limits or your capacity. So you're finding that minimum dose effectiveness with exercise and resetting and beginning again with that mindset. And you might do that every day for a long time, that three path thing towards goals. So that's how we help help people. Um, imperfection is the key. Being a mess mm. is the key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, so many great things about this. I can't wait to record all of these things in the show notes. So if you're taking notes furiously as a listener, just know we're going (laughs) to write this all down because there's a lot of good stuff in this and I love it. One of the things I am observing that I think contributes to the success of your members is how integrated mindset is in this. I think that's been kind of a novelty in my audience is we don't just organize, but we really look at the mindset behind it because we shut ourselves down so quickly if we're expecting that perfectionism and don't know how to work with our brain. So I really love that you come from that standpoint. And uh, the begin again with minimum dose really relates to a phrase that we use at the happy gal where we talk about ceilings and floors. Have you heard of that terminology before? Oh, I love it. What is it? (laughs) Well, this is another fun thing. It's just that idea that, you know, that goal euphoria is kind of the ceiling. Like I'm going to do all of these things. And this is all of the highest expectations I have for myself. And we know that doesn't last very long. So create the floor version of that. Like what Mm -hmm. is the minimum show up, get it done. And let's be really consistent with that. And there's a lot of steps in between the ceiling and the floor. And some days Mm -hmm. you may want to take a few extra steps, but just knowing that you have that minimum floor I think is that minimum dose that you're talking about. And yeah. um, I agree that is just so effective when you're wanting to create change. Yeah. Wow. I'm realizing as I'm talking to you that uh, it's so interesting how something, because for me, fitting exercise in with all this, uh, with this mindset is is fairly easy for me because I've been doing it for 11 years, but things like, you know, my tasks in my house and organizing my life, those are not as easy. But as you're talking, I'm like, oh, what's hard for me in one area, if I take the things that I have learned how to do over time and kind of apply it, it's like all the same thing, which I don't think I have before. Oh, good. (laughs) This is a a light bulb moment and we love those. Yeah. You know what? There's this saying that the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. And so I think if you can take, you know, those strategies and yeah, you can apply them to different areas of your life. It's really fun what can happen. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, so how, tell me how Mama Strong actually works in terms of like the logistics. Like, let's say I sign up, let's say I'm really excited right now as a listener and I want to have this um, strength in my life and just kind of you there to support me and show up consistently. If I sign up, what am I going to find? What does that look like? And how do I get started? Yeah, so we um, are actually changing the whole starting uh, point of Mama Strong. So it might already be there by the time this comes out. But what will happen is once somebody signs up, um, you would do a basic introduction, which we try to keep under three minutes because attention spans. Um, And then we don't ask you to think about too much after that. You're just going to simply find the time that you are in motherhood. So whether you're pregnant, you just gave birth, which we identify as zero to eight weeks because you can do stuff then, not exercise, but you can certainly um, reintegrate your body. And then we have uh, eight weeks to one year. And then we have one year and beyond, beyond, beyond. So we used to have it where you were kind of like figuring out how you felt and where you needed to start there. And we learned very quickly that right now, no one wants to make any more decisions. So we are making more decisions for people. And we're just saying, pick the time that you're in. That's it. Um, And then once you're in there, it'll just guide you very easily into a daily workout. And the beauty of that is that most people won't feel very prepared for that daily workout, (laughs) but we will carefully guide you into knowing that it's okay to be a beginner. It's okay to not know and to let that kind of peel away a little bit like layers of an onion to help you get a little bit more curious rather than feeling badly about yourself. So the goal after that is to get into 15 minutes a day and to do that maybe for a week or so, two weeks. We actually recommend at least three times in one week, which seems to be the band-aid for everybody to actually feel something is doing something good for their lives. And then once you get into that consistent place, then we encourage you to look at all the other content we have because we have so much other content. We have content around incontinence, around prolapse, around you know diastasis recti, around back pain. And it could be very overwhelming. But once you get that regular habit, then we're like, okay, Now that you know how your body's actually feeling, let's go pay attention to the ways that maybe it isn't feeling great and maybe how we can help you address that. So it is layers of an onion. Everybody goes about it a little bit differently, but that's the goal. Get you fairly regular in a daily workout and then help you kind of peel away the ways that your body um, isn't feeling so great. That's such a great resource too. I'm just thinking that diast. How do you, I? How do you pronounce that? I'm going to sound like I don't know. What I'm talking about diastasis recti or something. No one ever wants to say that word, so you are not alone, including clinical cl- clinicians. It's diastasis recti, which I remember because of the word "ass." <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we'll all remember it that way now. <laughs> it has nothing to do with your ass, but it does help. <laughs> Yeah, well, I know that I've known women that have struggled with that and to just have that kind of be a feature that can help them is Mm -hmm. just incredible. And I, as I've been on Instagram, looking at different aspects of what you do, I see really fun testimonials and comments and texts and messages you get from your followers. So share some of those with us just off the cuff. What are people seeing? What kind of results are they seeing? How long are people sticking around? Like, give us an idea of what results people see when they work with you. I mean, some members that started way back in the day, 10 years ago, are still there. And I I mean, some of them are my good friends now. So um, those text messages will usually be like, I can't believe you showed up like that and said that. (laughs) 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 I'm a bit of a goof. You have to be. Um, But the other thing that members usually say, 
first thing they say is thank you for showing up as you are, which is always good to hear because I always feel badly when I show up as I am. I'm always like, oh, this is too much. This is too imperfect. Um, but without fail, the, the most common thing we hear is thank you so much for showing up exactly as you are today. Um, and then as far as like their, what they feel, they start to feel more like they're detectives of their body rather than kind of judges of their body. So when pain shows up or, um, when they're not showing up regularly, they, instead of being like this negative framework of what's wrong, why am I not doing that? But what's wrong with my body? It's falling apart. You start to go, huh, I wonder what's happening in the system of my body or the system in my life that's creating this discomfort, which is a huge switch um, for them. And that then allows them to be more forgiving and allows them to live in their skin differently. It just begins to change their trust in their own body as well. And when you trust your body, you're more likely to go do the fun stuff that you used to do, like a somersault or a cartwheel or playing at the pool instead of just sitting there. Like, unless that sounds fun, because that sounds fun to me right now, but (laughs) all the things that you might, you know, think, you can't do anymore. People begin, they hike up mountains. They do things that they didn't think they could do anymore. And that piece is beautiful to me. Well, that's the part that keeps you young and keeps you living kind of that organized life, that life that you love. And Mm -hmm. I will say, as I've watched some of your stuff, that's one of the first things that stood out to me is this is not just, you know, here's how you work out, but this is what you're trying to do. Let's understand how this strengthens you and how this is going to help you like live a full life. So I love that you offer that. And I am going to echo what you said from some of your longtime fans when they talk about how you show up. I did one of your workouts this morning and it was so, I just, it was so refreshing. And so I just loved how you're like, oh, well, there's a little spider crawling over the mat. Let's just move that. And then your little kitty kind of was weaving in there underneath you while you were doing a plank. And it just feels like you're kind of hanging out with your friend and, you know, getting a good workout at the same time. So I love all those results. And, you know, that's, that's a little of what I experienced this morning. Oh, that makes me happy. That's good. Yeah. 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 Really, really fun. Okay. Well, all right. I, in my podcast, we always talk about the so what moment. We always have a great conversation. And then you walk away and you're like, so what am I supposed to do about this? <laughs> so I would love for listeners to check you out and see if you feel like a fit for them. So I think that's a really great action step for them to take. And we'll give some information about how they can find you and you know what kind of um, opportunities they have to work with you, what you offer. But if this episode is as far as they ever go with you. And there's one thing for them to take away one action that you would recommend that they take. I don't know. Can you come up with something on the fly like that? What's one thing that you think is really important? Ooh, um, it starts with the phrase, I believe you. That's where I start from. I would want everybody to hear like, I believe you, meaning I believe what you've been through. I believe what your body has been through. And I believe what you're currently going through. Like, I just believe you in terms of what you're up against or facing. And then with that, um, the, the power of exercise, when it's not stuck into the container of wellness and all those things, the power of exercise to help boost your mood and your energy and your sense of self is just, beyond words. So I really genuinely would do all of this for free. And I really genuinely um, would be totally fine if somebody walked away and just did like a minute of jumping jacks after this, just to feel what it feels like 
to say, okay, it's worth, it's worth my time to try this. And also it's possible that this one small effort, even a minute of jumping jacks, and you don't even need to jump, like just moving, how that begins to shift something inside of you. That beginning to believe in that and beginning to believe that no matter how your body is feeling, um, it's just a pathway to things that I can't, again, I can't really put into words other than um, it's really worth it to just get a little bit of movement on your terms. It's completely on your terms. Um, You're the authority over your own body and um, doing a little bit of movement just can really change your life. It's that simple. (laughs) So, so empowering. There's a quote that I heard once that said, if you want things in your life to move, start by moving your body. And Mm -hmm. I just second that everything that you just said, that just the way your confidence boosts and the way you can show up, even just from a minute is, is really powerful. Yeah. Really okay. Is. I love that. And you said you do all of this for free and I feel like you almost do because the pricing <laughs> of your membership is insane. Like everyone can justify working with you, which is such a gift yeah. in these days. Yeah. So, uh, talk to us about, um, you know, where we find you, where your membership is, what it costs, what you're offering. I think you have a little deal for the first few months. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, you can find me at mamastrong.com and that's M-O-M-M-A strong.com. Um, and we do have an entry introductory offer, which is $5 a month for the first 90 days. And when you click the sign up button on the homepage, it automatically adds the coupon. So you don't have to, you know, track coupon letters and things like that. So you just click that and it'll be entered into your cart and you get um, 90 days for $5, which is we think 90 days is a really good amount of time to mess up a lot and still show up. I and mean, we have people who end up showing up on like day 70, finally, after, you know, avoiding it. Um, so it just gives you enough time to procrastinate and then, you know, click play eventually. $5 a month. $5 a month for 90 days. So $5 each month for the first 90 days. And okay. then after that, it goes up to the $12 a month. Price. Okay. Okay. Which is just still so incredible for a program like this. It is. We have, so we have a pelvic floor PT on staff. Like people get direct access to resources that are so beyond that amount. We consider ourselves a service, not a product. That's really the truth of it. So we couldn't put a price on that and make it affordable for people with what we offer. So it's like, if we are a service, how do we make it accessible and then keep a business running? And it seems like $12 is close. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's yeah. an incredible, yeah, incredible service that you're offering. And then um, how do we find you? You're on Instagram, you're on Facebook, both of both of those. Yep. We're at, at Mama Strong on Facebook and on Instagram is at Mama underscore strong. Okay. Okay. And that's M-O-M-M-A. That was that was something I had to hunt for when I was looking for you too. I know. Yeah. Yes. Great. Yeah. Correct. Okay. All right. Well, this has just been so fun to chat. I love everything you stand for and so grateful to give our listeners a little bit of what you do and hope that it really helps them live a more organized life. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to look at all your stuff and fix my whole life. (laughs) (laughs) We're good for each other. And I want to have you back. We need another conversation next spring about those summer bodies that we don't need to worry about anymore. (laughs) I'm here. Let's have you back. All right. Well, thanks.